Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the question, are you hangry and anxious? And you know the word hangry, it's hungry and angry. And I think people know this feeling, at least from what I've noticed. But let's get started on, uh, are you hangry and anxious? Well, hangry, it's a really big word in the eating disorder world too. Uh, Hungry and angry together is hangry, and there's a lot of it going on in this world. But what that uh, term actually reminded me of was a a little bit of 12-step medicine, which is the acronym HALT. Um, Some of the things that you want to remember, and this is really, really, really true for anxiety, is you don't want to get too hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. And that's the acronym HALT, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. And the reason we want to stay away from these is because uh, when we are in any of these states, we're extremely, extremely vulnerable. We all know that anxiety flares and it grabs us kind of by the throat sometimes when we are in those more low feeling moments or those times of our day or lives when we are more vulnerable, the anxiety can really seem to jump in. And um, I really want to mention this in the beginning because it's important if you have been clearing your anxiety panic and you've gone a nice long time without really struggling with a panic attack or with any even a daily general anxiety and you're feeling really good, I want you to be extra cautious of these, uh, of this halt, this hungry, angry, lonely, and tired times. Because if you take a dip, you know, that's our vulnerability. That's our time where we don't have all our resources at hand and something just grabs us. It's not wrong. It doesn't mean you did anything wrong. It just means you got vulnerable. You got tired. And if you can control it, 
Again, it always comes back to let's control the things we can. And if you can control being hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, let's do it. Because life will throw us lots of things we can't control. And then we have to just deal and be extra strong, extra courageous, or whatever. But when we are just being maybe unconscious, or not caring, or not doing our self-care, self-love, we might fall into a more vulnerable state and we didn't need to. So this is what we want to talk about today, taking care of the things that we can. So let's talk about hungry first. Like I said, this is a little 12-step medicine. I think that's where I very first heard this. A lot of people go by this. This is just good uh, healing, good self-care, good medicine for the soul, Halt. Hungry. Let's do the hungry. First thing you can do is to actually understand and know your metabolic needs. And by that, I mean knowing yourself well enough to know what you need as far as your daily food intake. Now, it doesn't need to be a precise. You don't need to keep spreadsheets on this unless it's something you enjoy, but it needs to be intuitive. You need to be tuned into your body and knowing what your metabolic needs are. I say that because we are all very, very different. There is not one cookie cutter method or way of eating for everyone. I want that to be perfectly clear here. And different people are going to be hungry at different times. People burn through their food differently. People need different fuel mixes. And by fuel mix, I mean your ratio of your uh, carbohydrate, your proteins, and your fats. Different people need different fuel mixes, different ratios. And that changes even within your own life by what your activity level is, where your hormones are at, and, you know, what kind of life you're leading, a stressful life, an athletic life, a sedentary life, all of these things come into play, not to mention our genetics and the types of foods that we're eating. So we want to know what our metabolic needs are. And if you need help with that, send an email. I've done this work for a long, long time. I'd be glad to give you a hand or point you in the right direction. The next one is that you want to be able to plan ahead um, if you've had any challenges with your hunger. And by that, I mean, if you tend to find yourself in situations where you are darn right starving, getting ready to be hangry instead of just hungry, and you are falling down, you're not feeling on top of your game because of a hunger level that to you seem to come out of the blue. You want to start looking back and being able to plan ahead for for those kinds of times. And and that means maybe you have to pack a lunch, maybe you have to pack a snack, maybe you have to keep protein bars or um, uh, hard-boiled eggs in your purse or your uh, backpack. But the reality is there's lots that you can do so that you don't get caught off guard. Because again, these are things we can control and it just takes a little bit of thought and a little bit of planning and then we have our bases covered and we don't need to fall into a vulnerable state where anxiety can either either be a little bit uh, rougher on us or it can come back in where it had been absent for a while. 
Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The next thing with your hunger, you want to learn your hunger cues. So hunger cues are like from zero to 10, um, uh, five and six being perfectly satisfied and you don't need to eat. You feel like you could go three or four hours or longer without food. Again, that's going to depend on your metabolic type um, and your metabolic needs. But you want to know where you're at. You want to know when you're starting to fall down, you know, below five, down to four, you want to start thinking about food, get down to three, you want to be eating. Two is you're starting to be famished. One is you're dizzy. And zero is what we would call eating disordered hunger, which would be like an anorexic kind of uh, state of of starvation. So you you want to watch where you're going because you can different people slide down that scale, you know, different rates. You you know, you may be somebody who hungers tends to turn toward hunger slowly. Other people their blood sugar drops rapidly and they can go from a 4 to a 2 in no time. So that's the kind of person needs to have a snack in their bag or their backpack uh, to avoid any extra challenges. And then with your hunger, you also want to eat. Um, hunger is not something that needs to be tamed or gotten past or overcome. Hunger is your body's way of telling you it's time for fuel. And now you can manipulate it and you can extend the periods of time. But if you are hungry, you need to eat or you need to be planning your next meal. It's not something that you want to be ignoring. That can get us into trouble because hunger, uh, as any anorexic will tell you, hunger eventually turns off, and that's not a good place to be. We want to respect our hunger. It's what tells us when it's time to eat, and just like fullness tells us it's time to stop. And there's lots of variety in there, and there's lots of challenges in there. Some people have challenges, others not. But you want to have attention, and you want to be aware of your hunger. 
And you want to learn the difference. The final one with hunger is you want to learn the difference between head hunger and body hunger. So head hunger uh, usually, uh, you know, comes to us from the neck up. It's hunger that is uh, stimulated by our senses, the sight, sound, smell, taste of foods. And body hunger is really that true hunger uh, of uh, the stomach may be growling. We're starting to feel a little weak. We might, um, be, feel our energy getting a little bit low. And so we, and the growling stomach or emptiness that we know, okay, getting near time to eat for me. So you want to distinguish between a, a, a head hunger, which could be a hunger of the senses or thought of food and the body hunger, which is telling you it really is time to eat. Let's move on to anger kind of quickly here. When you're healing and working on clearing your anxiety panic, it's really, this is the time to explore real anger. I know in another podcast, we talked about anger having some energy to it, and it can actually feel more energetic and powerful than like depression or hopelessness or even fear. So we want to look at anger in a non-judgmental way. And work, you know, use it, use it, uh, to help us clear and work on our anxiety. It's a time to explore because maybe the anger is trying to tell us something. Just like anxiety, we need to look at our anger without judgment. We want to be able to just look at it, not judge it and ask it what it has for us. Is there a message in that anger or is it just pulling us up that? scale that we talked about in the other podcast, pulling us up that emotional scale so that we have a little bit more energy and can get things done that need to be taken care of. Don't be afraid of it and don't feed it, but do listen to it. Have the awareness that it is there and let it see if it has a message for you. Another thing in the uh, acronym here after anger comes uh, lonely want to avoid being lonely. And um, this doesn't mean you need to be around a crowd of people. doesn't mean that you have to call up all your friends and keep everybody around because as any true lonely person can tell you, you can be lonely in a crowd of people, of people you know and love, and you can still feel lonely. So, uh, you know, avoiding loneliness is an inside job. And it uh, everybody has a different need for outside stimulation and inner quiet and peace and stillness. So you want to know who you are with that. So again, we're just paying attention. Who are we? What are our needs? What do I need to feel uh, not lonely, to feel like I am cared for and accepted and making my way in this world? That's my inside job. That has to do with my relationship with me. And so the more extroverted you are, the more you may be out and about. Uh, That doesn't mean that you can't be lonely, though. And the more introverted you are, you may be home a lot. And you may be uh, without companionship a lot by choice. And that doesn't mean that you're home lonely. Um, It really, like I said, this is an inside job. It's not about who's around you, but it's about how you are feeling. And you want to avoid that lonely feeling. The way that you can do that is to really be checking in with yourself. Are you getting enough of the downtime that you need? 
Um, An introvert may feel very lonely in a group of people when all they want to do is be in their little nest at home, listening to some music, recharging. Introverts recharge by being without people. Extroverts recharge by being out and about and with others. It's not about anything much more than that. And once again, that's a very big continuum. It's another thing that we slide back and forth on during our lifetimes. But we all have maybe lean, we all know which way we lean a little bit more toward needing to recharge at home alone or needing to go out and about with friends and family in order to feel engaged and get those fires burning again. Pay attention to who you are. Pay attention to what you need. And pay attention to lonely. You know, what is that? Why is that coming up? Do I need more stimulation? Do I need more contact? Or am I lonely in a crowd and I need to go home and reconnect with myself? So again, it's just about knowing yourself a little bit better and paying attention and not being judgmental. Like I said, this changes throughout our life and we all move back and forth on that continuum from introvert to extrovert, depending on our life and what we're doing. And um, so you want to be open and accepting and maybe even adventurous, like say maybe an introvert saying, maybe I feel like I, I want a little bit more out time. I want to be with people a little bit more as unusual as that may be. So just check things out and be generous and accepting of yourself. And finally, we come up to TIRED uh, in our acronym HALT. Uh, TIRED, watch for this. That overtired feeling, that overtired, cranky, I have too much going on, is a signal that you really need to pay attention to. You actually want to be able to try to catch it before you get into overwhelm. But that tired, like like the uh, you, we all have our own little symptoms, right? My eyes get kind of dry. I feel like I, my eyes just want to be closed. I can still be feeling um, like I've got some steam in the rest of my body, but my eyes are one of my first signals. Where it's going like, okay, I need some sleep. These eyes want to shut, even though I really could be pushing through physically some more. And we have to pay attention to these early signals because becoming overtired is a slippery slope for many of us. And once again, when we get down and we're vulnerable and our anxiety is going to rear its head, either a little bit more or it's going to reappear when it maybe has been uh, not following us like a close companion lately. So you want to be able to refine your senses with all of these. Notice all of these require us to be aware of our own body minds and to be able to respond to the, to our own needs with love and care, just as we would respond if a loved one came to us with those same needs. And so we do that for yourself. Treat yourself as you would a loved one who was hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. And let's try to catch them as early as we can so that we don't go too far down that wormhole. I love that you guys were here with me again today and that we got a chance to maybe put a little bit more self-care into action. And now for today's quote. This quote is from Simone Weil. Attention is the rarest and purest form of generosity. 
I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. 